In Dark Harvest, every Halloween, the 18-year-olds of a small town take part in the hunt of Sawtooth Jack. Who exactly is this supernatural being the kids are killing in a Hunger Games-style contest? Well, there's only one way we're gonna find out. Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. Hey, keep those boys away from my meat. What good advice for anyone, <laughs> frankly. Good good advice. This is a horror movie podcast. We get together and we talk about a horror movie. It's quite that simple. We are working our way through some... I thought you were going to say it's quite that stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's like, not like, going with this? It's not like I say it out at the start of like every episode or anything. Tim. <laughs> there was one you missed, but... If you want to know which one, you have to go back and listen to them all. I think I miss it occasionally, to be honest. I don't think it's that rare that I miss it, but I say it often enough that you've heard it at least a hundred times. I'm trying to get the people to go back and listen to the back catalogue. I know, but it's really important to me that I'm writing you wrong, okay? It's really important to me. I know. <laughs> so, yes. it's We're a lot like those uh, those two guys in the elevator and... and uh, I, I'm, I forget what the first guy says, but I'm the guy that's like, well, I don't think about you at all. Oh, you're talking about Mad Men, <laughs> which I've not seen past season one because I didn't like it that much. But uh... yeah, I wasn't crazy about it either. Uh, the comic book shop I went to in uh, college, the the owner uh, let me borrow the DVDs. He's like, "Oh, you gotta watch it. It's so great." And then and I was watching. I was just kind of bored. <laughs> <laughs> I've probably lost a lot of credibility with a fraction of the audience based on this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is a horror movie podcast, it's and true. we are working our way through 2023 HMP. movies. <laughs> what? Yes, Tim? It's a certified, certified, certified HMP. <laughs> I just want to get through the intro, Tim. Then you can, then you can sing your dumb shit. Like I'm, still get through the intro. <laughs> okay. I mean, this is a show. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I didn't get through the intro. <laughs> we're working through 2023 movies, right? We're doing some catch-up. And today mm-hmm. we're going to talk about Dark Harvest. So we'll start spoiler-free. We'll give you some morning before we get spoilers. And before we do get started on the conversation, I'll just remind you that if you're enjoying the show, please do hit the like button. It helps us out a bunch. More people will find us if you do. And you can also get some bonuses by supporting us over at patreon.com slash TV. I'll tell you more about those bonuses at the end of the show. But we'll get into it. Okay, Tim, you may resume your nonsense. Man, I'd hate to meet the person that didn't enjoy those first two minutes. <laughs> I just, what are you doing with your life, buddy, if you didn't like that? Cheating <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> I want to make sure that I get all the all the important information out, right? Okay. Okay. And I want to make sure that people know that you're wearing a red shirt, and we all know red shirt is like the thing from Star Trek, and that's a sci-fi thing, so we don't talk about sci-fi things on this podcast. <laughs> yes, so but they can also, listen to the Ace. <laughs> that that's true. Yes, but one point is the Scottish guy in a red shirt was the only red shirt to survive every single episode of Star Trek. Uh, so okay, <laughs> although the actor wasn't actually Scottish, but that's that's a whole other whole other discussion. <laughs> Wait, is that why his name is Scotty? <laughs> yes, is that is that dumb? Yes. <laughs> Uh, and people call it the most sophisticated show on television. Ugh, my butt. <laughs> Star Trek. Go watch Star Wars, for God's sakes. <laughs> what? No, Star Trek's great. <laughs> Star Wars has not been good in a long-ass time. Star Trek, I mean, modern Star Trek's not that great, but Strange New Worlds is great. Anyway, why are we talking about... Tim, And the here. first two seasons of Picard are great. <laughs> no, they're terrible. They're like some of the worst that they have. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start talking about Dark Harvest eventually. I assure you, audience. Mm. Oh, now you go quiet. Okay. <laughs> the, the one time I leave a pause for you in this first few minutes, and that's when you decide to just <laughs> shut up. <sighs> so we're watching a so movie. <laughs> 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 so we're watching a movie set at Halloween mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because it's the right time of year for that. Yeah. 
That's true. Yeah. I don't think I knew it was set at Halloween, Tim. I, if, if I had known that, I might have said this leave it till October. But then I started watching it, and it was like, oh, this is going to be all set at Halloween. Okay, well, never mind then. Yeah. Um... I wonder what the percentage of horror movies that take place on Halloween are. Probably like 38? Nah, that's way too high. <laughs> I think it's, honestly, Tim, I think it's like 1%, if that. What? A lot of horror movies don't play, take place at, ha- at Halloween, Tim. I think you got Halloween. <laughs> no, we're not naming you got every Rob Halloween. Zombie's Halloween. You got David Gordon Green's Halloween. You just kept like nine sequels <laughs> what would you do if they made a Halloween that took place on like St. Paddy's Day or something I mean honestly I'd be okay with it cause okay. I, I well I think you can have Michael Myers killing people at Christmas you can have him killing people at New mm-hmm. Year's St. Paddy's Day um, I mean I'd rather have Michael Myers and St. Paddy's Day in a leprechaun <laughs> Uh, it'd be fun to watch them uh, face off, though. <laughs> you gotta admit. <laughs> it'd be fun to watch the shape kill Leprechaun violently. <laughs> Finally shut him up. <laughs> well, I mean, they both have uh, Celtic roots, so it'd be an interesting match. <sighs> Are you referencing the crappy cult <laughs> stuff from... Uh, crappy? <laughs> from, like, Halloween 6? Some of the great, great, greatest stuff in cinema. <laughs> oh, yes. Paul Rudd's very proud of that film, yes. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Premise of Dark Harvest, which is what we're here to actually talk Please. about. Believe it or not. We're, we're only hitting seven minutes on it. <laughs> so, Dark Harvest is set in a town where every year on Halloween, Sawtooth Jack, which is a pumpkin-headed... <laughs> undead monster <laughs> okay goes killing people <laughs> throughout the town and all of the 18 year old boys that year have to hunt them down it's called the run and they have to kill jack before he gets to the church and they've got until midnight and if jack gets to the church then like a storm dust cloud appears and all the harvest is ruined for a year and <laughs> The, whatever but if they kill them in time then they have a year of good harvest and a year of good fortune and the winner the, the 18 year old who gets the killing blow on Sawtooth Jack wins a lot of money and their, his family will get a lot of perks and like a nice house and a car and all that stuff uh, and th- none of this is spoiler because this is all set up in the sort of opening prologue of the movie because it's set like you know a year ago the first little bit and then it jumps ahead to, and I, I can't say present day because it's set in the 60s but mm-hmm. it jumps ahead to the main year of the story and it's the build up to this uh, this coming run on Halloween mm-hmm. that's going to happen that's the that's the basic premise of the film mm-hmm. well go on then Tim what did you think of Dark <laughs> Harvest <laughs> I'm waiting for you to ask me. I don't want to be rude and just jump in. Oh, because that wouldn't um, be like you at all, Tim, would it? It wouldn't be like you at all to just blurt out nonsense. <laughs> I like to keep it profesh uh, on the show. Uh, and you can quote me on that if you if anyone wants to update the wiki. You uh, jam-flavored can... <laughs> banana. What a lot of nonsense. Jam-flavored banana. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, so I I I didn't really dig this, uh, unfortunately. Um, I was kind of looking forward to it. I had heard you know, some people like with some minor positive things. Uh, I I think this is kind of built up in my head because um, it's one of those movies that was supposed to come out like a couple of years ago, and it kind of kept getting pushed back. Um, I'm not sure if it was a pandemic thing. I think originally it was supposed to be like 2021. And then I uh, got pushed back to 2022, and then it was released uh, yeah, this uh, last year um, to uh, kind of little fanfare, <laughs> I, I guess. It seemed like one of those ones that the studio wanted to be a, a bigger deal. Uh, maybe I'm just thinking of like some articles and, and stuff I, I, I read like when it was like coming up, or maybe it's just one of those ones that since it got shelved, you know, some people are like, oh, when are they going to release this movie? And, 
it kind of builds up a little hype and then <laughs> there's usually a bit of a letdown but uh yeah i just i i wasn't super crazy about it uh there is some like i i think the premise is interesting and i do like that they seem to you know be building a lot of mythology and lore with this sawtooth jack character um i did have a big problem though where i just feel like they didn't really explain too much of it like i have so many questions um about you know this ritual and, and this curse and you know on the one hand i do you know kind of applaud them that they didn't do something cheap and just have a character come out and explain everything in like a big exposition dump or you know obviously it's the 60s so they don't have like computers so they can't do the typical like you know uh, google search but you know they didn't do anything where a character just goes to the library and finds a book that explains everything like on the one hand i, I do appreciate that on the other hand though uh i just had so many questions that um it, it did kind of bother me um and yeah just i i didn't think sawtooth jack was a great <laughs> villain um it's kind of funny because i don't know if um when this will get released but just earlier in the week we did our no one will save you episode and it is just kind of funny to have like back and back just two very not great looking like skinny gray <laughs> kind of creatures it's funny um, you say that because sometimes not when you saw him properly but sometimes mm -hmm. when you just get like a silhouette of sort of jack he did kind of look an alien yeah <laughs> because of the big white head yeah um so I, I don't know it's weird because there are ideas with this premise and i guess the mythology that i really like but it just really doesn't feel like fleshed out that well um yeah and, and i just i never really felt like I, I got a good grasp of exactly what the rules and the repercussions are like the way you explained it it's like yeah they you know they apply like a lot of that throughout the movie and, and stuff which is fine but i don't know i, I just still had like a lot more questions and so yeah it, it I, again i feel like i say this a lot um with uh the movies from 2023 but it just it just feels very like middle of the road like it's just not anything that's it's not the worst thing in the world but definitely not good and, and definitely not great so yeah uh another 2023 letdown for me yeah, it kind of sucked. Uh... <laughs> we should mention, too, like, it's from uh, David Slade, who's kind of a notable director. I don't, uh, like, uh, he did a you know, Twilight he a movie. Short... Oh, yeah. oh, how can we forget? Uh, I mean, you know, everyone has you know some sins that I guess need to be accounted for every now and again. But um, he's probably most notable for 30 Days a Night, which I don't think you've ever actually seen. But I, I mean, have actually do on the show not. at some point. But uh, he did also have a short in uh, Nightmare Cinema, which I think we both liked, so... He did. He also yeah. did an episode of Black Mirror, which was an okay episode of that. Okay. He's done like prominent episodes of a lot of TV shows. Some of them very yeah. good, but obviously there's a big difference between coming in and doing an episode of an established thing that already has a style right. and doing a movie from from scratch. But yeah, I like there's there's like ideas here or there. There's visuals or moments here or there that I kind of like, but mm. I completely agree that the 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 premise of the movie just isn't fleshed out enough there's just too many things about it that feel like it's not like grounded in a set of rules that i can easily understand like and some of it's mm -hmm. intentionally vague because it wants to reveal some things later on in the movie but right. I, mm -hmm. I just felt like they were missing the entire time i'm like you've not convinced me that you're not holding back something here and it kind of made me feel like yeah. i was uh being kept at arm's length throughout the first part of the movie and i think it's a good way to put it the bigger problem I have, even on top of that, and I don't like that because I do think the movie is over written and over like it's more mm -hmm. obsessed with its concept of the world that it's made than it is about making a fun horror movie or, or a creepy horror movie or a tense horror movie. Mm -hmm. And honestly, like my excitement building up to the run where it was like, okay, we've got this night where you saw to Jack running around and all these teenagers and whatever else. I feel like most of the movie just kind of ignores it. Like there's a couple of like sequences right. of like the mm -hmm. chaos but we mostly spend the time following a couple of main characters who aren't actually directly in any threat or mm -hmm. in correlation with sawtooth jack and the result it feels like the sawtooth jack stuff just feels like it's happening in the background like we're not mm -hmm. it's not actually the important stuff and i'm like but that sounds like the horror movie part instead you're focusing on everything else 
and you've got this mm-hmm. like weird twi- these twists you want to build up to and reveals you want to build up to and then on top of all that i just i didn't understand the tone and the the characters in this world i didn't understand if like it didn't feel like the character the young characters were scared enough of the thing they were mm-hmm. about to do um there's some hints that the parents are scared about it but it didn't really focus on it enough so some of the reactions I didn't understand once this whole thing started. Is this like the purge where there's no rules to anything? Because there's people. It's not just the Sawtooth Jacks killing people. Like some people are killing each other. And like, is is there no consequences to anything in this movie for what happens on this night? That, that all this stuff was really annoying me. Oh, I, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, it, it's very strange, and you bring up a really good point. Well, yeah, I I do think this ritual or you know the run they call it. Um, is definitely the most interesting part, but yeah, it is kind of the most ignored part. And, um, I guess this is based on a book, which I never read the book, obviously, but I don't, I don't know how accurate it is, but it does kind of feel like a lot of other like YA stuff like this, um, which, you know, I haven't seen a ton of, but like, I kind of get the idea that, you know, a lot of stuff like hunger games or whatever, like has, yeah, it's about hunger games and the the whole, like, if you win this, your family gets a better life. That's very Hunger Games. But, and I think more to the point, though, like you are saying, like, and, you know, people can correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like a lot of that YA stuff also has that kind of idea where, okay, there's this, you know, game or ritual or contest or whatever, but then, like you were saying, the story usually doesn't center around it. It usually centers around people that are trying to take it down, you know, that yeah. are, like, trying to subvert it and, and a lot of the times it's like, well, we kind of just want to see the thing because that's like the interesting, you know, the buy-in <laughs> to the premise. Um, yeah. And <laughs> I, I and like I really couldn't figure out. Well, I mean, I, I guess I kind of know, but like it was just so weird to me. I'm like, like, why do they have to be hungry? Like, like, why do you starve oh, the yeah, kids that... before? Like, <laughs> yeah, all the boys, all the 18 year olds who are going to be in this thing all get starved and locked up for three days before so that they're hungry. Uh, get out of the f- which I thought was stupid because surely they'd have no energy to like hunt down and right. kill someone exactly. be weak. Yeah. <laughs> if I've, I've never went three days without food but I'm pretty sure I'd be crawling on the floor begging for food if I was <laughs> right. doing that So and then and I referenced it in my intro but like yeah you have these kids that are like you know descending upon this poor butcher's shop and it's like well obviously yeah they're not going to care about Sawtooth Jack they just, they just want to get some food <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it is very strange uh, in that regard. And then, yeah, there's a lot of stuff like Sawtooth Jack. You just never really get a feel of like what he's trying to do. Like, okay, so does he just want to get to the church or does he want to kill people and cause chaos? Like, but, uh, uh, why does he want to get to the church? Why why does Sawtooth Jack right? really get to the church? That's never brought That's up. That's a great explained. question. <laughs> but... He's just very religious. He's like, I gotta pray. <laughs> I really, I, I gotta go to confession so bad. I don't understand why he, why he cares about going there. Um, there's a couple of okay kills, but they're very quick. Sure. And then once they've happened, that's it. Like you're basically yeah. done for the rest of the movie. And we're dealing with the, the, you know, the, the mythology stuff, which, you know, at, at which point it almost doesn't even feel like a horror movie once you're starting to just ignore the horror part of it. So, yeah. honestly, yeah, like, I think a little bit of Hunger Games, a lot of the purge I felt in this. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they're going for that 60s aesthetic. Um, I also kind of felt this weird, like, there was a certain point where I was actually starting to like theorize that they in like some sort of computer simulation and the rest of the world doesn't exist because mm-hmm. this town feels so cut off like from anyone in the outside world. There's no one in the outside mm-hmm. rest of the world like wonder why certain things happen in this town and why why does yeah. this have to happen in this town for them to have a good harvest when the rest of the world's functioning if it's functioning. I, you know, there's, right. there's so many weird things that just feel off about it. I, I, I don't know. That's funny. My wife uh, was thinking that like um, it was gonna be like a like someone finally escapes a town and then they realize it's like present day or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I seen something with that happening. I, yeah. I was kind of almost waiting for a big twist like that. Um, there are some twists, but they've, they're very yeah, derivative. They... they feel like the same old thing. Like, there's a few things that once we're in spoilers, I'm going to compare it to in terms of how I felt early on, and you'll know exactly mm-hmm. what I mean as soon as I say them. But I don't want to say it here because it would kind of give away some places it goes. It's it, it's almost frustrating because of like the lack of like answers and rules about it. 
because um, like uh, yeah if they maybe had more explanation or maybe talked about stuff a little bit more like i still don't think it'd be a great movie but at least i wouldn't have that kind of stuff bugging me <laughs> but it, it almost made me a little angry watching it i think the biggest problem for me is that there's just no sense of tone or no sense mm-hmm. of atmosphere where i feel like we're building suspense in any moment everything feels like it, um is borderline a montage like the entire opening prologue feels like it yeah. moves through at a breakneck pace because it wants to get all this exposition out of what this ritual is that they do every year and it goes mm-hmm. through so quickly that like the the opening sequence the very start of it is just like this one teenager in like a halloween costume and he's standing in a road with a weapon Mm-hmm. And then he doesn't even move. He just stands in the same place until eventually when the camera cuts back to him, uh, Softtooth Jack's behind him and he, you mm-hmm. hear like a slash and then, oh, he's killed someone. And it, I, it, that was like my first warning sign in this movie, my first <laughs> red flag, because I kind of felt like <laughs> you did nothing to make that entertaining. That was like yeah. the lamest, dullest build up to a kill you could possibly mm-hmm. think of is he's just standing like it'd be one thing if like he was looking around and you were really emphasizing like he could be coming from any direction or anything like that but it's all just these quick cuts it's all very just flashy and then it's it and from there i was like trying to struggle as like, okay is this meant to be like a dark comedy am i meant to be kind of mm-hmm. getting like a, a sense of irony or something here and i don't think it ever quite goes into that but at the same time no. it doesn't feel like it's at least I don't feel like I can take anything that seriously either. So, yeah. uh, and it's kind of a shame because uh, you know I I just I love Halloween so much and I love the aesthetic and I did like their you know old timey like sixties Halloween costumes. So mm. you know there there's a few scenes like early on uh, when they're showing the run and and you have like all these kids and you know like skull masks and and, and stuff and like running around with weapons like that to me I thought like okay like this could be kind of cool. Um, just seeing that that chaos and having that like you know the, these kids going wild and, and being dressed up for Halloween and stuff like but again it just it feels like it just goes nowhere and it's just really quick and doesn't do anything interesting with it. Yeah, I mean once the main character Richie and Kelly, who's a second main character, are mm-hmm. kind of teamed up on the night of the hunt or the night of the run, I should say. And they're just going around doing things and solving things. It feels like they're almost never in danger from Sawtooth Jack. And that's a big yeah. problem for me. It feels like the characters we're following aren't even interacting in the the, the thing that's supposed to be exciting. And it just kind of mm-hmm. made the whole thing feel kind of weird and like disconnected to me. So I got very little out of it, sadly. Uh, yeah. Oh, well. Uh, there's a few notable actors in here. Uh, the main character's parents are played by Jeremy Davies, who you might know from Lost or some other stuff. Oh, that's where he's from. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the mum's Elizabeth Reeser, who you probably know from Haunting a Hill House and some other uh, right. Flanagan-esque things. Mm-hmm. It's an overdeveloped mythology that's more obsessed with kind of building up its secrets than it is about actually creating a, a suspenseful horror movie, which... And honestly, I don't think what they focus on, like, I think if it was a bit slower, I think it needed to really sink into the fear of building up to this event. You can still have the same ultimate reveal about what's happening at the event if you want to, but <laughs> I just don't feel like they focused on it enough uh, for me to make it feel like the movie was really, it felt like it was on fast forward at times, and I just didn't feel any sense, sense of pacing. So, yeah. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't really like the look of Sawtooth Jack, like, it, mm. Like, it seemed like they really want to make him, like, a, a thing. Like, yeah, I, I wonder if there's an idea, you know, if, like, hey, if this does well, maybe, like, you know, Sawtooth Jack can be, like, a, you know, <laughs> a, a, a monster franchise thing. But, I don't know, it just looked very, like, bland. Also, me. why isn't the movie called Sawtooth Jack? That's a way better title than Dark Harvest, which sounds That's like true. generic That's as shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that literally could be, like... A, a movie about anything it sounds like a children of the corn subtitle like it does yeah it's exactly what it sounds like <laughs> children of the corn 17 dark harvest <sighs> all right well i guess Dear we'll Lord. give the spoiler warning and we can dive into into the movie i mean i basically already described the opening um but we're introduced to the main character is richie but his big brother uh jimmy is the one who wins this previous run. And when he does so, I got very confused because it was very dark and I I thought they were just eating Sawtooth Jack, but later on it turned out there was candy inside him. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which, okay, fair enough. I was like, why are they all being zombies now all of a sudden? This was weird. But he's given a big check. He's told that he saved the town. They give him a car so he can go and explore the country. Which, by the way, as soon as they said all the winners get to leave and explore, I was like, all right, the cake is a lie. <laughs> like, that was the first yeah. thing that came to my mind. Is like, this is a lie. I don't believe you. You're, you're, you're setting up that something bad's happening to these winners and they never actually leave the town. And sure enough, the one time Richie tries to drive a car out of town, the sheriff of the town, you know, conveniently stops him. Um, although, he doesn't sound like there's like a barrier or anything like that. There's nothing to actually stop them unless someone knows that they should be stopped. Like, there must be yeah. someone watching guard and like, all right, time to block the road, the one road out of town, so yeah. no one can get out, <laughs> uh, whatever. So they're not allowed to leave. Um but the things we find out when we skip ahead a year is that Jimmy's family, so Richie being our main character, who's the little brother who wants to prove himself, he's actually exempt from the next uh, run because someone in his family already won it. But he wants to That's do fair. it to prove himself. Uh, sucks for the parents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the his family, because Jimmy won have been moved to the west side of town, which is the nice, rich side of town. They get a better house, they get a, a car, they get a better way of life. Uh, but he's still determined to be in the run to prove that he can do it as well, to live up to his big brother's standard. He's also in kind of like a gang. Like, they've all got denim jackets to say... What did the back of their jackets say? It wasn't Rebels, was it? Oh, God. Uh... It was something like that. It was If it wasn't yeah. Rebels, it was something like Rebels. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a little generic, but I mean, I, I didn't totally mind the the look. Um, no, no. But the thing is, though, is you barely get to know any of these like three or four friends, and you understand yeah. why once the run starts because they all die within like two minutes of the, <laughs> the thing starting. Yeah. So I guess fair enough. Don't waste time on them. But I'm also like, why did you introduce so many friends if they're all going to die that quickly? Just, just, just do one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just do one that we actually can maybe get to learn a couple of things about. Yeah, and then you also have that kind of like bully guy who I, I guess is kind of like his rival, which again seems like maybe could set that up a, a bit more and could be a bigger thing, but just, yeah, didn't really feel like too important. Yeah, I never really understood why he had such beef with Richie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he did, and he beats him up a couple times, steals his belt, and uh, whatever else. Uh, the other main character we're interested in is Kelly, who works at the movie theatre, who apparently is newish to the town, which I guess people can move here from the outside, fair enough. Uh, yeah, I was a little confused. Did she... So she was talking about how her parents... Uh, were... Did her parents live there and then move out and then move her back, or did they... Were they just from somewhere else and they moved her to live with her aunt or something? Her parents died. She said they died in a car crash. Okay. And now she okay. lives with her aunt. But so it was in another it was in another town though. Like, assuming we're was... taking it the, the movie's value at the start where they say okay. she's from a different town and yeah. She she moved here her aunt lived here, mm. so she moved to live with her aunt. Uh Okay. And she wants to be in the run too because she wants to get away, but she's not allowed to because mm. she's a girl. Which I actually didn't get at first. When, when, because when he like runs into the movie theater to hide from the bullies and he starts talking to her and he clearly likes her and she's kind of liking him, and he says, "Oh, why aren't you in the run?" and she just sort of like goes, like in motions to herself. <laughs> I, I thought yeah. she was mean because she was black, not because she was a girl. But then we find out later that there's no girls in the run at all. It's only the boys. Mm -hmm. Which, if I was to make a guess at what the movie's trying to do with this, especially with what we reveal later on, is that it's kind of an allegory for people sending their sons off to war and, like, off to the military because they're conscripted to fight and possibly die, and, they, like, the, the families sure. have to accept that. I, I think they were maybe yeah. going for something uh, with that. You know, because, you know, because quite often young men um, in these time periods, you often hear stories of some of them who are younger and want to, like, join up and fight to prove themselves. They want to go and show that they can be a... a you know, a, a good warrior for their country and all the rest of it. They've, they've bought into the propaganda. Yeah, especially, like, with the, you know, main character, if you have, like, you know, an older brother that goes off to fight the war and is a hero, but, mm. you know, dies, and then you have the parents that, you know, now they're only left with, like, one son, and 
they don't want him to join, but then you know he feels like it's his patriotic duty to do so. Like yeah, so you, you can, can see the similarities. There. Yeah, you can see all that here with with Richie and him wanting to go off and fight this. And the parents are really against it to the point where when he tries to really say that he wants to do it, the dad ends up hitting him. And <laughs> it feels quite harsh at first, although later on when you find out what actually happens in this, <laughs> you're like, okay, I get why they were trying so hard to scare the shit out of him not to do it. But yeah, <laughs> uh, sure enough, because uh, he tries to leave at one point and the sheriff stops him and uh, knocks him out. Um, honestly, like, is there anything else interesting in that first, like, 30 minutes that I'm forgetting because I don't know if there is no but I mean uh, I, I don't know I, I was a little confused though like alright he wants to do the run but he's also trying to leave like I wasn't really sure <clears throat> well he wants to do the run but when he gets a letter from his brother which basically mm -hmm. says that he doesn't want to see him yet um, mm -hmm. he grabs he steals a car and tries to leave right there and then it's like he wants to go find his brother and then he, he gets stopped and the sheriff knocks him out and brings him back to okay. the town yeah i mean i don't know if maybe i, I just had like some uh, attention issues or, or kind of like you said before how it at times felt like it would be like fast forward but um or <laughs> maybe this is not really that well done but i feel like there are like instances like that where i'm like all of a sudden i'm like well wait why is the character doing this now like i thought they wanted to do this other mm. thing and now it feels like they're over here. It's, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they give like, the quickest like little motivation, but it's not necessarily something that feels like it lands because it is such a quick yeah. thing. Um, I suppose the other thing I want to mention about the first half hour is that I thought they were setting up another important character because Richie, that in the first night in, in the second year, he goes to uh, back to the east side where his family used to live and sits in talks to this other girl who I think was the girlfriend of, of his big brother, right? Uh, mm. Who misses him dearly now. And yeah. I thought this moment was setting her up as like, oh, she's another prominent supporting character. We're going to see her a bunch throughout <laughs> the movie. You see her once briefly at the very end and that is it. She, like, I was like, I felt like they were setting her up for a whole subplot and you see her, <laughs> she has like one more line of dialogue in the last five minutes of the movie. It's surreal how little they do with this character. It felt like they were set. Like, why did you even introduce her? It felt like yeah. such a waste of time in hindsight. It's weird. <laughs> I, I, it baffled me. It did. Um, yeah, I think... I'm trying to remember if anything else interesting happens before the run starts. We, we get, like, a montage mm -hmm. in the build-up to the run of all the boys that have been locked into, like, rooms without food. And they're all going nuts and like banging on the walls and like getting crazy and like oh we're going to go hunt Sawtooth Jack it's going to be a whole thing. Which again, I, I just thought like uh, I was like, did I miss something or something? Like why? All right, I know that we're doing the run, but all of a sudden, why is everyone like locked up and starving and yelling and like screaming like lunatics? Like I don't know, it's just like so jarring from scene to scene, and I'm like wait, why is this happening now? So they get let out, they've all got their costumes, they're trying to hunt Sawtooth Jack, who we see wake up, we also see a farmer put him on like a cross, like a scarecrow, and put the pumpkin mm. head on him. Although I think that was a little bit in advance, but they established this mm -hmm. as something that happens. Yeah. The night starts... I kind of want to know more about that guy. Like, what's that guy's life like? Yeah, they kind of allude to like, this oh, mysterious... time to make Sawtooth Jack again. Yeah, this mysterious farmer who's like into like upholding the traditions of the town we never really get any mm. sense of who he is though yeah. but Richie and wakes up and i'm sorry oh, i'm sorry just uh, another thing real quick again like it's just so like odd to me about it is it seems so important to them that you know sawtooth jack is killed or before he reaches a church it's so important that this ritual takes place and that it happens and stuff but then like you know we were saying before it it they weirdly don't seem to like give the kids lots of advantages or anything it's like yeah we're gonna keep you locked up and starved for a, a couple of days like i don't know if that they think that just makes them more like you know bloodthirsty or, or something but like i don't know if it's such a like important big thing like don't you think like yeah we, we don't want to risk anything like we're gonna make sure they have like the best weapons and that they're prepared and all this stuff and instead of like yeah being a little more i don't know like kind of impeding what they're doing 
Yeah, like there's, it feels like there's a bunch of rules, and they only have like pitchforks and maybe some knives if they've got them from like a kitchen or something like that. Like they don't have whatever. But like Richie wakes up at his bed. He got injured so bad from the sheriff that he was out for like three days. And his dad tries to keep him there, but he fights back and like runs out because he wants to join the hunt. And he joins up his little gang, and they've got a car. They they drive out into the the fields. And then the, 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 all the friends get killed really quickly. And it's all, like, there's some fun stuff. And it's very CG, don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, one gets his head sliced off, like, quickly. Uh, and you sort of see him like, kind of, like, stumble a little bit where you can see his brain and, like, a bit of his skull and stuff. And that, that's okay. Yeah, that's all right for, for what it is. Uh, but very quickly, they're all pretty much dead. Uh, barring one who runs into town and tries to get into a cellar, that some other teenagers have like bolted shut and they're charging twenty dollars to get in, because <laughs> uh, they're all the cowards that are hiding. And I really could have yeah. used more of this before the run, where there's like, okay, we're seeing some of the weird like, you know, testosterone like assholes who are like, no, I'm a badass and I'm going to kill Sawtooth mm-hmm. Jack. You, you get so, you get enough of that. But where's all the other regular teenagers who are just going to be scared that they're going into like a murder? like night <laughs> like they might be killed yeah. by Sawtooth Jack Why, where's all the scared kids so you get a that's a very good point Yeah, you get a little taste of them here in the cellar but the thing's already started where was the where was the tension in the build up to the night mm-hmm. where was the countdown to the night where everyone's scared <laughs> yeah and um again like it, I don't really know exactly what like Sawtooth Jack wants to do cause you know I assume that he's just trying to make a beeline right to the church but then like he kind of like you know, stops off to, you know, kill this kid and then go into the cellar and, like, kill everyone there. And, yeah, the way everyone kind of, like, locks their doors and just watches from their windows, I kind of assume, like, oh, yeah, you're pretty safe like, as it, long as you're inside. But Yeah, it's Sawtooth Jack. Can he not break into a window? Does <laughs> yeah. he have no way of getting into a house? Because everyone just seems to act like they're not in danger as long as they're inside a house. Is there some yeah. sort of supernatural rule that stops them from doing that? It's never explained. Yeah, and like they, you know, admittedly, you know, the the kids had to open the cellar door at first or whatever, but like, you know, he had no qualms about going into the cellar, you know. No, and you Uh, don't see the deaths down there. You just see like blood spurting out of the cellar door. It was like a ridiculous amount of blood, though, which I I guess is kind of cool, but I don't know, kind of weird, though. I mean, it's okay. It's it's what it is. Uh, But no, we we have no sense of why Sawtooth wants to do that. Why he wants to go around killing people, we can maybe infer just based on like what's revealed later that he's, he want, he wants revenge. But sure. to be honest, it's mostly just like left to our imagination why he even wants to well, do the thing that the town expects him to do. Yeah, I mean, if he if he does have some remnants of you know his psyche before, which seems like they're implying that a little bit because you know he always like seems to stop and kind of give Richie a break, you know? Yeah, we should probably say uh, what we're talking about here. So, Sato Jack is always the previous winner uh, yeah. who's been killed, and he becomes the new Sato Jack, which begs the question what even the ritual is in terms of, okay, is there a dark god that you're, like, the actual mm-hmm. sacrifice is killing the winner afterwards? And, like... I don't know. Right, is that the ritual, or is is Sawtooth Jack the ritual, or is killing the winner the ritual, or is it all part of it? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but which parts of it are actually important? But the important thing is, is that Richie's parents know that Sawtooth Jack this year is their son, and they've been sworn in secrecy. Like basically, once he won, they were told what the truth of all this is, and they have to accept it. And it's why they were so like dead set against Richie going into the the run because oh, you'll you may die too, and we've already we already know that our other son's dead or is going to be dead. Uh, yeah. I mean, is he dead when he saw his Jack? I don't know. Uh, is he undead? Who knows? Uh, it's hard to say. <laughs> but like, if there is a little bit of him left inside, then yeah, you would think that he's not going to be as concerned about killing, you know, the teens or whatever. Like, he'd probably want to go right after you know the Harvest Guild or whatever. But yeah, yeah, do that. No. So yeah, if it, so, since it is Jimmy from the previous year, why is he trying to get to the church? Like, why? Yeah. Why does he care about getting to the church? Because I think at the start of the movie, we're led to believe that it's the same Sawtooth Jack that's resurrecting every year, yeah. and he's got this same goal every year. For for I mean, yeah, we don't know that reason either, but at least it's always the same. So it's whatever. 
But now that we know it's a different person each year who has some vague memory of who they were, mm. like, I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe you could argue that because it's so vague, they just remember that the church was important, so they're just trying to get to it for sure. that reason. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. Uh, and like, the thing is, if probably wouldn't be worrying about this stuff as much if the movie was working like on an excitement level. Like, yeah, if it, if it was fun, you know, if it was tense, if if we were mm-hmm. watching the main characters having to survive against Sawtooth Jack, if they were hiding from him, if they were being chased yeah. by him, and he's killing other people in his wake as he's trying to get to our main character. But no, we get none of that. <laughs> yeah, so since we're not getting any of that, it's like the only thing you're left with is kind of pondering all these questions. Like, well, wait a minute. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? You see Saw so Jack <sighs> kill a few people occasionally, just kind of like, you know, you cut away and he'll kill some people. And then it cuts yeah. back to what Richie and, and it, Kelly, because he runs into Kelly uh, in the fields and they end up working in together. Uh, they go to his old house to get a gun. So he's now got a gun. And that's like obviously a big plot point. Uh, another character we've not really mentioned yet is the sheriff, the sheriff who yeah. is this asshole who's trying to keep the tradition going. He's forcing the parents to to uphold what they're supposed to be doing. He's very aggressive with the kids. He yells at them, hits them, mm-hmm. all the rest of it. Uh, I, I thought he was a bit cartoony to be honest. So I found it hard to really sure. even buy him as an interesting antagonist. Yeah, he he's chewing the scenery a bit. Like he feels like a bit more of like a, you know, like over the top like cartoon <laughs> villain or or something like with how evil he is. Um, which again, you know, might have not minded it as much if the rest of the movie was maybe more over the top or cheesy or something. It could have been fun, but yeah, as is, is just I didn't really care too much for the character. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of complaints we're making here that these wouldn't be such a big deal if the core part of the movie was actually entertaining as a horror movie, but because yeah. that part's not working, everything else that's wrong feels amplified. Everything else feels like, mm-hmm. oh, none of this is working now. Oh, this is all just... like you, I know it's based on a book, and the book's probably a lot more fleshed out, although it is a young adult book, sure. so I have my you know, skepticism. <laughs> But (laughs) I would assume it's more fleshed out and it just feels like they were so determined to like put all the ideas in the movie that it feels like none of them have time to breathe or be built up to in any meaningful way. So when we get to big pivot points where it reveals something, um, you know, like at one point uh, after, so so Richie and Kelly actually steal the sheriff's car, right? They they have an encounter Mm -hmm. with them where they actually steal his car and they use that to try and get away and they hear in the car that uh, Sawtooth Jack's been spotted somewhere. And at this point, mm-hmm. Richie and Kelly still want to be the winners. They still want to kill him. So they go to that location. But this was actually the sheriff getting the dispatch caller to like fake a call. Because you know, they hear it on the police radio. And it turns out this is a trap by the sheriff. But Sawtooth mm-hmm. Jack ends up being there. And Richie notices his belt buckle matches his brothers. Because they, they had a matching set. So... Mm-hmm. This makes him question and realize that this is actually his brother who has sought to Jack. So he goes back to his house where his mum is, and his mum all of a sudden is like completely lost it, and she stabs herself in the neck. She kills herself <laughs> at the end of this scene. And all I could feel was like, we've had maybe three scenes with this character, mm-hmm. and I just don't feel like you've you've built up enough to like really make me care about a suicide. I don't know. I, I just it felt yeah lukewarm to me. It it, it definitely kind of comes out of nowhere, and it feels very over the top for you know what it, what is kind of a serious situation. Like it's very like over the top and gory, and like yeah, it's not like she just like slits her neck or something. Like she's like stabbing herself in the in the neck and like and it's very like, CG as well as well. Yeah. yeah, like the actual first stab is like looks really fake. Yeah, and it's so like, you know, it's trying to be like so creepy and dark and stuff, and it's just, it just feels like a weird, out of scene place for this kind of movie. Yeah, I think it's after this where uh, Kelly says, "Let's just run away," which is what they try to do later on in the movie, but um, <laughs> it sets up that idea here. Uh, so the dad's been running around with a shotgun. Uh, seemingly, it's his job to make sure that Sawtooth Jack dies because it's his son. 
Um, <laughs> and he questions that order a few times. He threatens the sheriff. Um, I also feel like his reaction when he runs into Richie again and Richie's like, mum's dead. It kind of felt like he's not reacting enough to that. It feels like he should be <laughs> having a bigger a bigger deal here about uh, his his uh, his wife committing suicide. But oh, oh well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it is the 60s. Because they, they go to the church because uh, they're expecting Sutter Jack to show up there and uh, he, he's uh, the dad's waiting there. Um, between those scenes, though, I can't remember even much that happened with them. I think they, they set fire to something, right? They set fire to a building. Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, honestly, I, I watched this a few days ago, and man, it, it's really forgettable. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it, it it's it's not really sticking with me <laughs> that much. That's fair. I don't think there's anything interesting in that section to yeah. talk about anyway, because um, basically the sheriff grabs the Billy character and hands him a gun <laughs> and says, congratulations, kid, you're going to be this year's winner. The yeah, idea being right, that yeah. he's got a gun, so he'll clearly win. Uh, he does shoot Sawtooth Jack a couple times when he's outside the church, and <laughs> Richie's like trying to talk to him. He's like, hey, Jimmy, it's me. Remember, it's me. Mm-hmm. And then Sawtooth Jack's like lying in Richie's arms, and Richie pulls out a gun and points it at the billy. But then Sawtooth Jack like holds his hand and turns the gun towards himself, basically saying <laughs> to his brother, I want to die. So he does shoot his own brother in the head, and then all the other kids start eating all the candy coming from him. Which, again, how is this happening exactly? I don't know. The whole thing's a bit stupid. Also, like, I mean, I, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I, it would be different if I was that hungry, but, like, you're eating candy out of, like, a corpse. <laughs> like, that doesn't sound too appetizing. Nah. Uh, but, yeah, we get the celebration. He dances with, uh, with Kelly. They kiss, mm-hmm. which all of the racist people in the 60s are all staring at them like, Ooh. oh, this is faux pas. Um, but they agree to run away together. Uh, they make plans to leave that night. And when he gets his prized car, he drives and picks her up. But obviously, the sheriff or whoever is going to try and stop him, because that's the MO. He's meant to be the next Sawtooth Jack now. So I wish I could say that I found tension in the sheriff pulling him over and like trying to like take him to his death. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't really feel much of it. And to be honest, it felt like the ending should have been, okay, the tension here is like we know that Richie has a gun, right? Because Kelly yeah. gave him one. And he does get some shots off. He kills the sheriff. And it's like, okay, he's won. Him and Kelly get to leave. That's the end of your movie. So the actual ending that we get here feels quite mean-spirited because out of nowhere, the farmer who put up Sawtooth Jack hits him over the back of the head, (laughs) throws him into a grave, and buries him alive. And our main character... Not that I... I mean, I didn't really like the movie enough to care about him, but I'm just thinking to myself if i did care about these characters if i was finding enjoyment in this i would find this ending kind of mean-spirited so oh, sure. yeah he 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 died <laughs> the, uh, the dad drives up the road finds kelly in the car and says just go this is your chance before anyone notices so she drives off uh that seems to be the end of the movie although if you watch for a few credits you actually get a big big mid credit scene where the da- did you see I this? I saw this. I don't know. Did you, did you turn it off immediately? Quickly. Oh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't even that long. It was only like three credits. You, you were... Uh... Or maybe I did. I just don't remember it. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, well, the dad kills the farmer, or hits the farmer, and digs up his... Or, no, he, 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 oh, yeah, because his son's already up in the cross. So he, he cuts down his son. The farmer mm-hmm. shows up to try and stop him. They kill the farmer, and they're like, this, you know... Burn the whole town down, son. Go go be Sawtooth Jack and kill them all or kill the whole town. And that's like the the end of the movie. That's your final moment. Uh, go get revenge. Yeah. Which feels just kind of weird and like I say, mean-spirited because instead of like him breaking the cycle, which feels like it should be the point of the story, instead mm-hmm. he's just the next one in the cycle. Maybe it'll be different this time because he's coming and it's not Halloween yet or something. But... I don't know. I'm not excited by any of this. I couldn't care. <laughs> I uh, yeah, like I didn't hate the movie for the first half. I thought it was underwhelming, and I had all the problems that I mentioned. But honestly, mm-hmm. the last like twenty minutes, especially, felt like just a mess to me. It felt like mm-hmm. you've got all these ideas. You're sort of putting kind of swerves upon swerves. You're 
I don't know. I just I, I didn't find anything in the ending satisfying narratively for what the movie had set up. I, I just it left me with such a bad taste in my mouth at the end. Um, I don't think it's as badly directed as uh, No One Will Save You that we did last week, but mm-hmm. I think the script is worse. I think the story and all the stuff that it tries to do and how much it doesn't fit together, because the world never felt like it fit yeah. together for me. It felt like a bunch of different puzzle pieces that were just like shoved together and nothing created a coherent whole. That's how this movie made me feel. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'd agree with that. Um, yeah, I, again, it's a shame because I, I can see the potential in some of the ideas that they're putting forth here. Um, like just, yeah, the, the, this town with, uh, you know, this Halloween ritual where a monster comes up. Like, that's a pretty cool idea. But again, it's just really not doing what you want it to do with that and it tries to go through and do so much but it just nothing really feels like it pays off or is that exciting um yeah uh i I wasn't expecting this to be amazing or anything but i I was definitely disappointed with (laughs) what we got yeah like i I was thinking when it was setting stuff up at the start okay this opening feels very rushed but it's a prologue, maybe that's the point. It can slow down once the actual main part of the story starts and it can build up to what's going to happen, but I just never felt like it properly did. It felt like it was going through the motions in some ways. Uh, there, there's the odd nice visual, I guess. Like After like one of the, or two of his friends die in the fields, there's a really nice shot of him and his skull mask, like sort of with the light behind him. Yeah, yeah. You know, just a couple of, there's a couple of little nice shots like that, but yeah, I, I think, I don't know, I, I feel like Slade has, uh, definitely has some chops, but I don't know, maybe he just needs, like, you know, the, the right script or, or, or something to work off of. Um, yeah, because he, he doesn't feel as, like, much of a, you know, generic hack as, like, you know, a lot of the, you know, people we, we watch in the, you know, with, in movies we don't like, but yeah, maybe, at the maybe... same time, he's not doing anything interesting. Maybe he's like Ridley Scott. If you give him a good script, he'll go and visually make it compelling. Yeah. Uh, but if he gets a bad script, he won't do anything to save it. And maybe that's the case here, perhaps. Uh, it definitely feels like the problems in the movie are more than just a direction thing. Although I do think the pacing of the scenes themselves feels like it's a bit rushed at times or yeah. they don't have that much weight on their own. So I don't know... I, I don't know if he's still to blame for, for some of it, necessarily, but... Yeah, I, I do think the script is already full of problems for me. And, unless the movie's been edited to shit so much that it's not the script's fault and it's actually been butchered yeah. later on, but I don't think so. This feels like it's just a bad script. At least, in my opinion, I think it's a bad script. No, I, I'd agree. Um, I, I think David Slade also did uh, Hard Candy, which... Um, it's been forever since I, I've seen that movie. Uh, I think I remember liking it when it came out, but... It's been a long time ago. I don't know if that holds up. I haven't seen it, so I can't even uh, comment on it, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. All stuff we'll get to eventually. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Although after this one, I'm not in a rush to get to uh, any other sure, David sure. Slade movies. I mean, all yeah. I've seen from them, uh, other than some TV episodes, which are admittedly pretty solid, is this and a Twilight movie. So... My opinion of David Slade is not uh, that high. That's fair, yeah. And can't blame you. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just browsing these lists to see if there's anything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to do music videos back in the day. That's what you... A lot of good directors have uh, come from music videos. Yeah. David Fincher, for uh, one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He did some uh, Muse, some System of a Down, some POD, did some AFI. So He seems to have a genre <laughs> that he works in. Sure, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Did, did not enjoy this. Uh, I think no. it's pretty safe. I think it's, I think it's messy. I think <sighs> the, the world building... It tries to do a lot of world building, but I don't think any of it clicks together. And it just left me feeling like I didn't... I just didn't get it. Like, I'm just watching the movie, and I'm like, I just don't feel anything for this. All right then, Tim. Why don't you rate Let Dark them. Harvest? Uh, I think I'll give it... I didn't quite enjoy the movie, but it's definitely not the worst thing. And there was a, a few things that I guess can be interested in 
maybe some mythology and lore stuff uh, that I, I found a, a little compelling, if ultimately unsatisfying. So I'm not going to go like super low. I think I'll give it a... <laughs> trying to think of a four <laughs> is too high or if I want to go down to a 3.5 I guess I had to be a little mean spirited but I'll, I guess I'll go with the 3.5 um, yeah I was thinking four but uh, the, I, I just think there's too many issues with it um, it's a shame because there's a, there's a few nuggets here and there that could possibly have some potential but it's just ultimately wasted Honestly, I was thinking four, uh, but you're making me feel like I'm going too high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's again, like this happens a lot right. where it's like if I if I don't think about it, my gut reaction would probably be like four. But then the more I talk about it, the more it's like, well, yeah, that did kind of suck too. And yeah, that wasn't good either. So no, I, I just I, feel like I have to go a little lower. I think I have to go four because I, I do think that it, at least there's an attempt at world building, even though I think it kind of falls flat on its face. There is an attempt at world building. But I just, I never felt grounded in the world. Like, I never understood what the baseline rules were. It never felt like a real place that I was watching. Um, and it yeah. felt like it was just building up to revealing things. And, and, and not in a good way. Like, almost in a way that it only existed to later reveal something. So I couldn't really enjoy right. it for what it was before the reveals. Yeah. Uh, whereas a good movie with a good twist, you can enjoy for the like the the at face value of what it is. You know, like when you're, when you're watching mm -hmm. the Sixth Sense, you can enjoy it for the the drama of him and the kid, and you can enjoy the the spookiness. You can enjoy everything mm -hmm. at face value without feeling like oh, this is only existing until they get to a twist. So yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> or if at least it was like you know, at least if you're doing something more cheesy and over the top, like you know, if it tried to maybe have like you know, a cheesy 80s vibe or, or something to it with, like, an, an over-the-top bully and, you know, that kind of thing instead of just, you know, everything is very dour and serious in this movie, which, mm. yeah, there's, like, never any point to really have some fun, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even the two leads who I, you know, they're not unlikable, but they're not also yeah. great examples of likable characters either. Like, they kind of yeah. suffer from being underwritten. Um, the romance never really feels like it hits that much so oh yeah I, it's not like man i'm really pulling for these characters to, to make it through because i'm so invested in their relationship it's just like all right yeah whatever yeah 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 the 2023 catch-up season has not been going super hot so we'll uh we'll, we'll yeah. see we'll see when next <laughs> time boy, brings boy. uh because next week on the show we're going to look at when evil lurks or where evil lurks <laughs> That's what's coming next time on the show. Hopefully, it's good. It's got mm -hmm. some buzz. I'm hope as far as anything having a chance of being something we like. I think mm -hmm. this is the highest chance. So I'm hoping for a good movie. We I'm could use out a lot of hope. Yeah, we could use a good movie because you know, Exorcist Believer. Knows. We will save you, or no one will <laughs> save you. Dark Harvest. It's been a rough string of episodes. Unless you're a patron and get bonus episodes, because Deadly nice. Friend was yeah. a hoot. Oof, that was a good time. <laughs> Not high art by any means, but a fun time. You can get bonus episodes by being a Patreon over at patreon.com slash TV, and uh, you also get access at the $5 tier and up to bonus even more streams, videos, and discussions um, several times a month. So there you go. I don't know, actually, several might be too strong a word, but multiple times a month. That's a better word. Mm -hmm. uh, so... Yes, we, we, did a, we did a discussion on uh, Scream 7 falling apart and we did a discussion mm -hmm. on uh, the, the Mickey Mouse stuff and all that that's <laughs> incoming. Uh, mm -hmm. And we've got coming up soon, a, we're going to debate a ranking of the Exorcist franchise. You may see a few of those Oof, where we rank that's gonna be exciting. horror franchises as uh, bonus videos on Patreon. So mm -hmm. uh, if you're interested in all that stuff, go and, go and check it out. But... Uh, yeah, and also check out the other shows. Check out the sci-fi podcast, The Atomic Serum Experiment, or Collector's Cut, which is where uh, we do franchises and things like that that don't fall into horror or sci-fi. So uh, mm -hmm. maybe you'll find other things to enjoy. Also, uh, because of a, a stream at Christmas, there was a goal uh, <laughs> that unlocked an audio commentary track for The Boy with me and Tim. Mm -hmm. um, no exact oh, yeah. date for that yet, but it's coming in the nearish future. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> 
and that won't be a Patreon exclusive. Uh, the, I think the audio file will probably be on Patreon for free, but the video version will just be on YouTube. So, uh, mm. patrons may get it first, I suppose, because they get a lot of things first. But uh, yeah. everyone will get access to it. So, <laughs> all right. Looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> Don't I watch that stupid movie again? Are you kidding me? Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, what snack I want to have while we watch it. <laughs> mm. Just desserts. That's what you're going to have. <laughs> I am going to MST3K the shit out of that movie. You hear me? <laughs> I'm going to be cracking jokes left and right. Because I do not respect it. I have no respect for the boy. Well, <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> Is this new? I think if you go back to our 2016 review of it, Tim, you'll find that that was always the case. <laughs> well, uh, I guess trigger warning for people that don't like fighting, because we'll <laughs> we might be arguing at some points. Only if you try and give your stupid opinion, Tim, that's all. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so hostile. Oh, no. There will be hostilities. <laughs> it's not festivities, it's hostilities when the boy commentary track is unleashed upon the world. Anyway, that is the show, everyone. Thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, and we will see you next time.